Hello everybody, welcome back to Moonlight Madness. I'm your host, Blue Star. Um, I'm planning to change my name back to Brian Dash. Probably going to cover that at a later time. Anyway, I'm here to tell you the story of the Sark Civil War. So, without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy this thrilling adventure. It all began at the Moonlight Council, where all the Sarks, which was a mystical race of being, who took the form of wolves, who were all cursed by their own mother, who was known as the Sark of Time. As they were sitting around, the only human Sark, Blake, was there too, talking with the elders. That's when the Sark of the Slough, the head of the race, sat on top of a mighty rock and called out to those who were there, gathered at the council. Listen, everyone, listen, she cried out in a deep, guttural voice. It sounded a little croaky, but she was very old, almost 200 years old. That's when she said, Listen, everyone, listen. Do you hear the barking at night? That is a bad omen. There is bad coming. The song dogs call it. What should we do to ignore this devastation that will come upon us? Or should we discover a new place for all of us to dwell? A land only for us socks. That's when the Sark of Time said, I agree. But what about the human? She looked directly at Blake. What about that human? He's man, not wolf. He doesn't belong with the socks. Blakes looked up and said, So what if I'm not a wolf? That doesn't mean that I can't be a Sark. I passed my training of the master of the forest. It takes more than just being the master of the forest. You are human. You do not know what it's like to be a wolf. You do not know what we go through every day of our lives. You will one day be a hunter and you will kill us all with this stick that shoots fire and roars like thunder itself. Blake looked up. That's when the Sark of the Sleuth stepped forward in his defense. He is my apprentice. I named him Phelan. He is the gift of the river. He will be more powerful than either of us. He is the chosen one. One day, when our time comes to pass, he will take care of all of our elements, and the world will not fall into anarchy. Even if that be so, said the Sark of Time, he is human. He will use his power and things that he has given to bring down the world of nature and animals. He is evil. As you are, said the Sark of Birth, you are the one who turned us all into wolves because you were blinded by jealousy of our beauty. You took our beauty and made us hideous. 
but our hearts are more beautiful than jewels ever be. We all may have some deformity, but you have a deformity too, mother. Your deformity is on the inside. Your heart is destroyed and deformed. All the sarks looked at the sark of birth. She was usually very gentle, despite her rough voice. No one understood why she was so angry. Yes, true, the sark of time may have been a despicable hideous creature her outsides was very beautiful she was she was very very beautiful and she caught the attraction of many male wolves and some bears and even a squirrel or two but her heart was darkest as night that's when Phelan aka Blake sat up and said it's true I am Phelan, the gift of the river, and I want what's best for the Sarks. I'll never turn into those hunters. You may say that now, although Sarks are on your side, said Amber, a.k.a. the Sark of Time. But let me tell you something, little one. If you ever turn evil, or if the socks turn against you, you will surely deny what we have taught you, and you will be the one to bring us all to ruin and the extinction of all of our elements, causing our world and the dimensions to fall apart. Enough! yelled the youngest sark, the sark of youth. This is enough. We have not come here to the gathering to argue amongst ourselves. We have come here to welcome a new sock. And who is this new sock? A fox. Marcus. A fox! It's not bad enough that we have a human, now we have to share with a half-breed fox. This fox has shown that he has the abilities that we seek. Humans are rare to have this ability. Wolves even more so. But this fox will be the first of our kind. The first fox of the Sarks. We all agree that the Sarks is not just for wolves or humans. It's for everyone. But a fox. Those detestable creatures ever across the river. Why should they be allowed to join us? Why do we allow a dark heart murderer like you, Amber, to join? Because you have the magical abilities. We should have stripped you of your power long ago, but we let you stay. Mark my words, every single one of you. The fox and the man will bring us to ruin. You have angered the star! Spirit Lupus, the god of the wolves. He is no god. He is a constellation. If you spend more time in the real world, and instead of those dreams of yours, you would understand what I'm talking about. Yelled the Sark of Time. The wolf god is false, yelled angrily the circle of the slew. He is nothing but a constellation.
He is a god for me, said the Sark of Time, as she spat on the ground and ran off into the forest. Should someone go after her? asked Blake. Let her run. Let her run. That detestable creature is no friend of mine. The Sark settled back down into her spot to continue the Sarkish meaning. Finally, a few of the Sarks looked at Phelan, but not in a cheerful manner as they had previously, but they looked at him with suspicion. Phelan eventually decided, all right, is the meeting over? When everyone agreed, he decided to go back home to see how his friend Edmay was doing. He walked in. Edme, he called, and a young she-wolf walked in. Balin, you're back. I made me. I made a meal. Thanks. And Phelan sat with her and began to eat. Dear. He wasn't a big fan that it was raw. But what was even more disgusting is that Edme did try to heat it up for him. By holding it in her mouth for a while. But he didn't want to make her mad. So he choked choked it down. Meanwhile, they were talking about the meeting. When Phelan's mom and dad came in, running. Son! Son! What? Raksha. Druka. What's what's going on? It's horrible, Phelan. It's horrible. The Sarks are attacking us. You must speak sense to them. You are one of their kind. They're what? Phelan grabbed his knife, the knife of the Sarks, that he found in a cave many, many moons ago. Stop! He yelled. What is going on? You stay out of this, Phelan. This isn't for your human mind to comprehend, said the Sark of Time. Stop! I command you! You are not a master, yelled the Sark of male life. Finally, Phelan had to choose. Either he can raise his knife, the knife of Sarks, and strike down the rogues, and then let it banish him into a world of pain and torment, and he had turned against his own kind, or he can try to talk sense into them. I said stop! They didn't listen. So he pulled out his knife, and with that, he struck down the stalk of the male clan. Who's next? And he sheathed his knife. All the sarks looked at him. Murderer! Murderer! They cried. You killed a sark! I knew you would. I knew you would. 
Now there is no one to gather the male ice. And there won't be one to gather time. If you keep on this path of killing innocent people. Killing our own kind. Our own kind? We're killing wolves. You aren't their kind. And you're not that kind. You heard a feminine voice say from behind him. It was more sharks. We'll fight alongside you, Phelan. The knife has blessed that kill. That is why it hasn't banished or bound your hand now. It's because you used it for just. That blade was enchanted. That way it can kill a sock. You used it to good use. Said one of the sarks in the back. Now you must call it villain. Call the sock silver war. It's time for us to stand together. Call it villain. Call it. Pull it out, villain. Let the Sark Civil War begin. From this moment forth, there will be no gatherings. All who is on my side in freedom, cross that line. 25 Sarks crossed. All that's on my side, cross my foot pad. 20 Sarks cross her whip pad. Phelan sheathed his knife. Let's roll. And that's where we're going to end the beginning of the Sark Civil War. I hope you all liked it. If it's really happening, it's up to you to decide. But, you know, I think it makes a good story. So, whether it be real or false, is up to you to decide. But remember, sometimes you got to look into the shadows because this world is a strange one. And of course, if you want more videos by me, please do not worry, because I'm a workaholic with a fiction addiction. And, and of course, you gotta, you gotta hear this, right, right? If you like my stories, please leave a nice comment down below, or leave some in the Q&A comment section. I always put that in the video. I've been looking for comments recently, I haven't found anything. Or just send me, if you have a podcast, or just want to send me a recording, go ahead. I would love to hear your recordings to either tell me what I'm doing right or what I'm doing wrong or we want to see in the future. So if you want to, pick up that microphone, send me a recording and I'll be listening to it and I will reply either in a video you have just subscribed or wanted or ask me a question about what I do and why I do it or about a question to my stories you got. So thank you for the story. Um, I would like to thank Captain Lasky to put me on to, for uh, kind of giving me the idea of Sarks and uh, well one Sark one of the Sarks, and the name Phelan. And I'd like to thank and I want to give a shout out to even though they really have no meaning in the story, but I'm gonna give a shout out anyway. 
Shout out to the Blue Collar Den, that YouTube channel, and for a book, my first, well, not my first book, more my first, uh, my first book in a long time, there you go. Shout out to um, Warriors, by Eric, I'm trying to remember his last name, I think it's Eric, Mc, is it Eric McLeod, is that how I'm thinking of? Hold on. Eric. I know his name's Eric. Uh. Oh my. I can't. I can't remember his name. Oh gosh. He makes a really good story too. Okay, he wrote Warriors, so let's see Warrior. Uh, Eric Hunter. There we go. Eric Hunter. Thank you, Eric Hunter. You have made amazing stories that I love, like, desperately. And, of course, a shout-out. This video is dedicated to um, Guy from Old Brothers because I uh, I uh, wanted to keep on telling stories, you know, on the Wolf Brothers channel. He said, told me something like he wants to make two podcasts. I think he should just do one like I have and just make a variety. That way people don't have to worry about switching to podcast to podcast. And on top of that... He might also delete the podcast like he did. Uh, rabbit hole. It's just easier if you do it on one podcast. My experience. I'm just saying. But no, it teaches on, right? So thank you for watching this video. And I'll see you all later. Goodbye.